right, there we go. Here we are. All right, so as you see from the title, we're going to talk some Michigan football here because Jim Harbaugh is actively trying to kill the program he's brought up. Yeah, and it's completely exploded in his face, hasn't it? Unbelievable. This could not have gone any worse for Michigan. Jim Harbaugh doesn't matter because, you know, you know, he said he gave the, I'm never going to do this again until, you know, next year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, this, he's checked out. If he, if he was willing to take the Vikings job over Michigan, and it's just because he is Michigan royalty because he played there. He played quarterback there. He won a lot there. And he came back and coached, and he just beat Ohio State. And they won their first outright Big Ten title since, uh, like, 2004, 2005. And then, you know, he takes these interviews, is basically telling anybody who would listen, except for the Vikings, that he's going to get the job. Doesn't get the job. Josh Gaddis, the OC, who is very popular there, he, le- he leaves to take the OC job at Miami. Uh, and then M- Mike McDonald, who... John Harbaugh was on John Harbaugh's staff uh, with the Ravens, and he sent him to Michigan because he thought it would work out better there. It did, and now Mike McDonald, because of um, what's what's Buddy's name, the Ravens' old DC who just retired, Wink Martindale. Yes, that's right. He yeah, and now he's replacing him as the Ravens' DC. Um, so. Michigan obviously hires Vanderbilt's defensive coordinator. I don't remember his name, but um, who uh, naturally led Vanderbilt to the 117th ranked defense in the country. Um, <laughs> and that's not, I, it's hard to get talent at Vanderbilt when you're playing SEC schools uh, that are very obviously better than you. But now that Gaddis is gone, they actually have co-offensive coordinators. Now they just announced this a couple hours ago, Matt Weiss, um, and um, uh, Sharon Moore, Matt Weiss was their offensive line coach, and Sharon Moore was their um, quarterback coach, and now they're co-offensive coordinators. I think the la- I think Ohio State had co-offensive coordinators one time, and it was like the worst thing on the planet. Uh, I'm trying to think of who those would have been, because it sounds familiar, but I, I just can't put my finger on it. Maybe co-defensive coordinators? No, it was definitely – I. They definitely had two play callers at one time. Let me let me. I know it was 2015 because it was the Michigan State not getting the ball to Ezekiel. Oh boy, uh, was Jeff Halfley on that staff? Had to have been. Uh, I don't think he was there yet because I think Halfley was. Um, I think he. I think he was a Ryan Day hire. Wait, was he a defensive coordinator? Am I all yeah, over he, the place here? Yeah, he was the DC. Okay. Yeah, they had co they had co OCs. Uh, Ed Warner, who has been there for a couple of years under my, who started with Meyer, and then Tim Beck. Oh, that year the DC they actually had co DCs as well. They had Luke Fickle and Chris Ash. Chris Ash, he was a uh, the Rutgers, Rutgers. coach. No, he yeah. stinks. What's he doing yeah. now? He is DB coach for the Raiders. Oh. Um. I I guess one of his old friends tried to get him a job, and then his friend bounced out of town. I wonder what Dana oh. Arnett has to say about his oh. old coach. Come on. Come on. He's trying his best. 
Listen, Vegas is not on a good streak right now with NBA players. Uh, no, they Alvin are Kamara not. is going to prison. Yeah, I I did see that mugshot. TMZ was quick to tweet that out. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not great for him. He's definitely fucked. But um, <laughs> Michigan. It, it this has to be so because not only it's this offseason already started off a little bit like eh, you know that kind of sucks because they finished behind both Penn State and Ohio State in the recruiting rankings and Michigan did what they did they don't go after the every top prize recruit like the Ohio State's Alabama's Georgia's and Texas A&M's with uh with the unlimited checks do but they go out and they get like I don't want to say the gritty players because that's not what they do, but they get they get they get the quality three star players, and I don't know I I don't know if that's just a testament to Harbaugh's not a great recruiter. I th- I honestly I think Harbaugh's just a really good coach. I don't I don't think he's a great recruiter. No, and one of the funny stories that we've heard uh, was actually came via the podcast we listened to, Busting with the Boys. Mm-hmm. It was Isaiah Wilson, the offensive tackle, oh, who okay. was a stud at Georgia and then had quite possibly the most disappointing NFL career any first-round pick has ever had. Um, like, like It's up there. I think he played four plays in the NFL. Yep. But uh, regardless, he was a first-round draft pick because he was a stud right tackle for Georgia, and his story was it came down to Michigan and Georgia, and he was lean in Michigan, and then in comes Jim Harbaugh in for a home visit, and for whatever reason, in order to show off the cool, sick gear, the Jordan gear that uh, that Michigan has, Jim Harbaugh decided to wear cleats in the house of one of his big-time recruits. Yeah, on the hardwood floor. So he, ah. had his, he had cleats banging on the hardwood floor. What a dick. Now, it probably sounded really good, but yeah. not very safe for the floor. So are we shocked that... Jim Harbaugh, who gives very, very, very awkward uh, interviews whenever someone sticks a microphone or a camera in his face. Uh, we've seen that many times. Yeah. But are, are we shocked that that's the guy who can be questionably relatable when he walks into an 18-year-old's house? Um, I, I don't think that's very surprising. But one of the things about this with Jim Harbaugh is that – I think there's a chance that he felt a little bit slighted with all of these coaches who are getting monstrous contracts. Uh, Mel Tucker being one of them, James Franklin being another. I There's a chance that maybe Jim Harbaugh felt that he, by beating Ohio State, winning the Big Ten, making the playoffs, he felt that, and he would be right in this sense, that he'd be more deserving of that contract than Mel Tucker and James Franklin. Certainly James Franklin. Yeah. I, I have significantly cooled down on James Franklin from where I was a few years ago. I used to be a big fan, and then I've seen him make some head-scratching, to to say the least, uh, in-game play-calling decisions. I've enjoyed them. Well, they've all gone in Ohio State's favor, and I have just completely flip-flopped on where I'm at with James Franklin. Uh, Even if you have a really talented team, he is still going to mess it up on Saturdays. So I, I don't know how I feel about him right now. But he definitely, I think, well, I, I, I'm not saying that he, of all people, deserves that level of contract because I, that should be, in theory, reserved for the Lincoln Rileys of the world who have 
won their conference like five years in a row and have made the playoffs four times. The, mm-hmm. the Sabins, the Davos Swinney's. So I, I can understand if that's the case where he felt like, you know what? Uh, they reduced my contract a ton. Now I was on a prove it deal. I approved it and I didn't get that mega contract extension that everyone else is getting. Maybe that's the reason. Maybe it's because his brother won a Super Bowl against him and he feels like there's something that he still needs to prove by going back to the NFL. Uh, I've heard people in Columbus suggest that he feels that there's a chance that Jim Harbaugh feels like he maxed out his abilities by going to the Big Ten Championship, winning it, and then going to the playoffs, which is basically just implicating that the SEC will forever be better than the Big Ten, which I'm surprised yeah. I would, which I agree with, but oh, I'm yeah, surprised. I'm surprised to hear Columbus people say that. You know, yeah, I am too. Because Columbus people aren't very smart. Like, I, I've all. learned. Uh, like, I've learned. Diehard Ohio State fans are not smart in the room. It's unbelievable having a conversation with those people. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying every Ohio State fan stupid because that would call right. me stupid, but they're the, the diehard college football fans. Unbelievable breed of humans. Unbelievable. Look at Rod. I'm watching my new my new look calves. Rajon Rondo is hitting like eighty foot three pointers right now. I heard Karis Levert got quite the ovation when he entered the oh, court. He looks like a natural. He looks like a uh, the calves. I, I, oh man, absolutely. Hey, Ohio guy. That's right. Where is he from? He's from Columbus, right? Or from the Columbus area? Yeah, I believe so. I thought I think Pickerton. Central, I think he went to. Yeah. I can't remember. I remember. I know he's from down there, not from you know the cooler part of Ohio, but um, what yeah, the Cleveland part, the Berea part. Mm-hmm. That's right, Berea and or Cleveland. To be fair, I don't even live in Berea. I live in I live in the city over at this point. But um, what's I gonna say? I forgot. Oh, speaking of the NBA, we'll get that out of the way, and then we'll get to the Super Bowl. Um, James Harden. I, I, the 30 for 30 on James Harden's career is going to be awesome. Starts oh, no, with, you're one of those guys who's always asking for the No, 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 I'm not 30. saying literally make no, – I'm not saying literally make a 30 for 30. That's just a saying. <laughs> like the doc, the book of James Harden, like when – it's going to be unbelievable because <laughs> this guy started off his career. He was a top three pick. I think he was the third pick when he third, was drafted. Third overall. That's right. Uh, he was the third pick, was a bench player, got traded to the Rockets for Jeremy Lamb, I think, um, who just got traded the other day. Um, is I, think, the Rockets. I think actually, I think Ohio State product Daquan Cook was in that trade package. Daquan Cook, I do not remember that guy. He was a lottery. I mean, I mean I don't remember him at Ohio State, but I remember James him Harden. at the NBA. I'm looking, up, I'm looking up James Harden Thunder Trap. I remember Jeremy Lamb was in it. Kevin Martin was in it. Kevin Martin? Yeah, old Kevin Martin, not Sacramento Kings good Kevin Martin. Uh, Kevin, it was Kevin Martin, Jeremy Lamb, a bunch of draft picks. I think Daquan Cook. Um, all because the Sam Presti's chief. Okay, so nearly a decade ago, James Harden – was traded for Kevin Martin, rookie Jeremy Lamb, two first-round picks that ended up being Stephen Adams and Mitch McGarry, 
and a oh, future Mitch second, McGarry. yeah, Michigan dude, in uh, a future second round pick, which became Alex Abrinas, who played a couple minutes. But this this article says the original James Harden trade was worse than you thought. So now I got to look through this thing. Let's see. I don't care that about was, James Harden's numbers. So that was allegedly the good James Harden trade. Yes. In twenty, is it really just not going to tell me? Oh, this I don't article know. stinks. Oh, oh, good lord! I was just I'm looking out. at an article just a little bit ago, and I had to take like a six-question survey just to read it about which streaming <laughs> services I subscribe to. Gross. Exactly. That's disgusting. Anyway, James Harden gets traded to the Rockets instantly. Or not instantly, but slowly becomes one of the best pure scorers in NBA history. Almost reaches the finals if it wasn't for everyone on his team sucking in Game 7. I mean, they had the Warriors beat. They probably would have beat the Cavs, too. But um, They would have. Uh, it would have. It probably would have went 5 or 6, but the Rockets definitely would have won. Um because LeBron was unstoppable that year in the playoffs, except for when he was stopped many times. <laughs> but um, and then he's this is the thing I don't like. What NBA James Harden said, I want to be traded to Brooklyn. I'm getting traded to Brooklyn. There is no incentive for the Rockets to trade him to Brooklyn, and they did anyway. So now I kind of feel like they're going to trade him to Philly. One, Philly can offer Ben Simmons, and two, nobody else can offer Ben Simmons. Yeah, the Ben Simmons sweepstakes have been quite talked about. I've I've heard Detroit radio guys talk about the you know what's it going to take for the Pistons to get Ben Simmons and Cade Cunningham and have the tallest backcourt ever. I've heard Cavs fans talk. Oh, could you imagine oh, Darius Garland right. and Ben Simmons? Could you imagine what that would be like? Mm-hmm. So, I I understand that Ben Simmons is kind of the talk of the town right now. Has he played a game this season? Do we know? Nope. He's been fined like $7 million this year. Well, I mean, he can afford it, but I, I still wouldn't want that if I were him, even if I could no, afford it. No, certainly not. So I, I think that that would be – he'd be a good acquisition for everybody. Now, I, I'm not one of these guys who thinks that, oh, just because he embarrassed himself in a playoff series, that now he he's destined for failure always. That's I the worst think narrative. That, for however many minutes of a basketball game, he's still useful. Now, you may not want him being the ball handler in the final two minutes of the game, but for Correct. the first 46, he can put up some great stats for you. And yeah. he can defend, in theory, all five positions, although I, I don't no, he's know all that team. I he's, he's one of the five best defensive players in the NBA. Well, there you go. You know, So I, I definitely think he has value. I think people – Despite the fact that his criticism is the, – the moments that he has of just complete embarrassment are bad. I still think yeah. that he is still an all-star level talent. Again, I don't, I don't think he's a finals MVP, hits you a big shot or whatever. Like, I don't think he's that. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm, not, I'm not one of these guys who thinks you need to, like, like spray a bunch of – like uh, I don't even like Ben Simmons aside, like to try to like hmm. clear your team of any Ben Sim- like he's he's good. I mean, he's, he's not he's not very clutch, but he's 
still good. So he can still put you in a position to maybe – He's a clutch uh, client. <laughs> he is a clutch client. That's right. So I, I still think that everybody – I think that especially these teams who already have scorers like the Nets do, they, they and when they're on the road, they have two scorers. Uh, I, I still think that those teams should definitely be interested. Maybe not – Maybe they not want to have him as your best player on the team, but I think right. it would be a very valuable second best player. No, every every team should make a call just to see. Like, wh- what do you think? What 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 is it going to take for us to get Ben Simmons? Every single team. That doesn't mean yeah. every single team should trade for him, but every single team should just you know test the waters because that Ben Simmons we know he had one bad playoffs and we're and we're writing this dude off like he wasn't. Like, he's not all defense. Like, he's not a guy who can just go out, who has, like, triple, average a triple-double per season potential. Like, it's insane. Yeah, yeah, he's not trusted to be the ball handler in the fourth quarter. But the dude is an unbelievable player, and we're treating him like he's just, you know, the random Johnny Jerkoff at L.A. <laughs> running pickup. Exactly. I – and. We've talked about this at nauseum, but about how the society has just done a complete 180 on Jimmy Garoppolo to the point where they, right. the 49ers felt the need to draft a quarterback, to trade up to the number three pick to draft a new quarterback. I Just mm-hmm. like a complete overreaction in my opinion. But I do think that, like you said, a lot of teams should be calling the 76ers just to see, especially if you have – a a ball handling slash scoring guard on your team like like the, the right. Hornets for they have oh. Lamelo I mean which I mean the oh the world would love that if Lamelo and Ben Simmons were on the same team Ooh, babe. And, and oh you know Michael Jordan would not put up with whatever oh, what, what, whatever unclutched layup passing up shenanigans Ben Simmons might be taking How part much money in do you think Michael Jordan bets on the Hornets per night. <laughs> <laughs> Five million. <laughs> Did you see that video of uh, like him turning around in disgust when the yeah. Hornets almost blew that lead, and then someone on the money line, man? Yeah, exactly. There was one comment that said uh, Michael Jordan definitely just lost a fortune on this game, and there was another comment that said I thought Michael Jordan was turning around to go put on his uniform for a second. Yeah, um, yeah I don't even know where the Hornets are in the playoff race, but no, they're good. I, well, good. Then he, he can solid. play. He could play. It could be him, Lamelo, Miles Bridges can run in and dunk a lot. I don't know if he does anything else, but I know he's a very good dunker. Uh, they're a play-by-play guy. Can lose his mind because he's been known to do that. But I do think that the the 76ers are in a position. They're in a compromised position because Ben Simmons has clearly shown that this is not a front. He's not just threatening to hold out. He is actually holding out. out because he hates this organization. So they're in a position where they would be absolutely foolish to not trade him because he's not showing up. This isn't this isn't like right. Eli Manning saying, I don't want to play for the Chargers, so please trade me, and then the Chargers go ahead and trade him. They I I they he's not there. So like the, <laughs> as much as he's getting fined, they're also missing out on him being on the court. So mm-hmm. it's a double-edged sword, and both guys are getting poked. And Ben Simmons has clearly shown he's willing to sacrifice. 
I don't know how much the 76ers are willing to sacrifice just to be stubborn and not give in. Yeah. It, it, if I were Ben Simmons, I would hate them too because when you're best – when Joel Embiid and Doc Rivers come out and basically call you terrible after, the, after you get eliminated and the presser after being eliminated, why the fuck would I want to play with you guys either? You guys – I wouldn't want – I would love to see it. If the Cavs don't go far in the playoffs, I would love if uh, a James Harden, Ben Simmons swap, plus all the other pieces involved, I would love a Philly-Brooklyn Eastern Conference Finals. I need it. I don't even know why James Harden is so tired of the Nets. Like, I know that it's exhausting now. I think he's tired of Kyrie Irving, honestly. Well, I'm, I'm not surprised by that. And it also doesn't help that Kevin Durant's out for like a month and a half. That right. also really, really hurts. So now Kevin oh. Durant can spend all of his All-Star weekend focusing on that you know, top 75 induction that he I think mm. he has coming up. Which I'm Ooh. excited to see that. That'll be a really cool ceremony. And it's going to be in Cleveland. So that'll Hell be yeah. really cool. Um, uh, somebody, somebody's tired of Kyrie Irving. Who's surprised? But mm. I, I don't know what the oh wait I I almost said I don't know what the COVID rules are in Pennsylvania, but I just realized we're not talking about Kyrie getting traded. Um, no. The the Kevin Durant Ben Simmons height combination on defense must be terrifying for a bunch oh. of ball handlers have to walk up the court and find. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be because Kevin Durant. The numbers do not suggest it. Suggest it, but he is—he's he, another. He's an all NBA, all defensive talent. Just be, just how much of an impact he makes. He—he he never has the stats to be all defense. Like first team, is he? Has he ever been first team all defense? Uh, so. There was there was one year against when he was first joining the Warriors. He had like a few months where he was getting a bunch of block shots, and everyone was like, "Oh, right. look." The Warriors changed Kevin Durant's mindset. He's he's playing defense now, and everyone's like, "Oh, defensive player of the year." And then I don't think anything came of it. Uh, I don't. I thought hmm, that's surprising. He's never gotten a second team or anything like that. Let's see. I don't know. His well, best yeah. defense is him scoring thirty-two points. <laughs> yeah. No, he's never been all defensive. Who the? How is he a three-time all defense? NBA second team in 16, 17, and 19. That's crazy. Well, those are two Warrior seasons. Yeah. 16, like, the the Thunder were awesome. I don't know. Whatever. That's enough about Kevin Durant. The top 100 list for MLB that we talked about the other day, it stinks. Oh, they came over the top 25. I I didn't even look at it. Guess where Barry Bonds is. Ooh, like seven or eight. He's eight. All right. Who do you have the list? We got. In front of I you mean, right? you got geezers galore. One through seven. <laughs> we got Babe Ruth, Billy Mays, Hank is Aaron. Bi- is Billy Hamilton up there? There was a there was another Billy Hamilton in the eighteen hundreds. It was really good. Uh, I don't see him, but uh, we got Hank Aaron, Ty Cobb, Ted Williams, Lou Gehrig, Mickey Mantle, Barry Bonds. Walter Johnson and Stan Musial in the top ten. Oh, Walter Johnson. They have Onus Wagner ahead of Ken Griffey Jr. Shut the fuck up. 
That was for all the baseball card collectors who would have lost oh, their minds. Brother. They're just Darren to... vote. Uh, oh my gosh! Hey, speaking of Twitter and embarrassing things, and you know, old people, and one one thing that we like to do on this show, and I, this has definitely happened with uh, Darren Ravel. Now that you speak of it, but like strange obituaries and strange rest in peace statements. How about what just happened before this show aired with what? Jeremy Giambi passing away? What? Uh, oh, you didn't hear that? No. Yeah, younger brother of younger brother of Jason Giambi, uh, uh, Jeremy, who was not as good, but he was in Moneyball. No. Uh, you, if you saw the movie Moneyball, you may remember Jeremy Giambi as the character who was partying in the locker room and dancing the music after a loss. Yeah, they really made him look like traded. a scumbag. <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah, don't want that movie should not be aired for at least a month after this news. But I, according to it, this is this is the only place I've seen this. But this is actually kind of terrifying, and this makes you it makes you think of the WWE. But it, only his Wikipedia page says that the death was uh, at forty seven years old. His death was due to excessive steroid use, which huh. uh, we we might oh, be seeing a oh, lot oh, of oh god a lot of cards falling at, 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 here in the near future. Uh, oh given that era of baseball, but what happened uh, after this was announced very re- uh, very recently, right before we started airing uh, by Ken Rosenthal, a giant battle in the comments went over uh, which Giambi brother got thrown out at home by Derek Jeter on the flip. Oh, that's tremendous! <laughs> uh, like obviously, I'm sorry. That's absolutely terrible about Jeremy Giambi, but that is just because they both played for the A's at the same time. And Moneyball did a pretty bad job because they made it seem like Jeremy Giambi was signed after Jason was gone. Uh, TMZ tweeted they officials believe Jeremy Giambi died by suicide. That oh man, that yeah, that's terrible. I saw I, I saw that he died at his parents' home. That's just awful. But ah, that stinks. I I a giant a giant. Of course, what, what are you under what see? tweet? You uh, Ken Rosenthal um, okay. tweeted it. And you see a bunch of you see Oakland A's fans chiming in saying R.I.P. Still safe though. You see a lot then people commenting at that like actually that was Jason. And there's just a giant war of comments are trying to figure out which Giambi brother got Derek Jeter flipped out at home. And that is just and I, that's just Twitter at its finest for you right there. Just. <laughs> things that make you just kind of like put your phone down and think about like like can we like just take a second and just like realize what's going on here does this does any of this right. make sense uh, yeah the dude literally just died what <laughs> i'm reading it now twitter is a twitter's not a real place yeah and I, i'm not even someone who thinks that like uh, getting really upset about celebrity deaths who we've never met and have never no, I get even upset, known that we I existed. I, yeah, I just, it's, it just, it just humors me a little bit to see how one thing leads to another. And it's like, right. man, is this the, is like underneath this tweet too? Like, this is the first thing that everybody's going to see when they see the announcement is a giant debate about Derek Jeter. And like <laughs> Derek Jeter's, alleged finest moment of his career was running over to scoop up a loose ball. 
Yeah, doing the thing he was supposed to do. Wow. Yeah, I actually, I had a baseball coach in high school who was like, no one talks about this, but that was actually Derek Jeter's job to be there. He's supposed to, uh, based off of where the ball was was The flip itself, that's a great play, but like, we're acting like this play was like the greatest thing that's ever happened to the game of baseball. When it's, I see much more impressive plays every week on SportsCenter when we're not locked out. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, exactly. Listen, college baseball starts up next month, and ESPN just announced they signed a big deal to broadcast all these games. So college baseball is actually pretty fun. I, I can't get It's just like turning on in the background if you got nothing. If, when it's like that wall between, like, nobody gives a shit about the end of the NBA season and, you know, the draft is done and all that. It's, it's That's why I kind of I, – I like college baseball. I went to a couple of high State games. They got a kid this year that might be drafted high again. They had Seth Lonsway, who was drafted in the second round to the Giants, I believe. They got another – I can't remember his name, but I remember they got a kid a kid on their team that's supposed to be – like, if all goes right, because he had a really good year in, uh, in uh, summer ball, that he could be – he could sneak his way into the first round. Because summer ball is actually where, like – that's where people scout you, is on your, on your, club, t- on your club team. Oh, oh really? Yeah. I, I didn't even know they still had that in college, that they still had, like, summer ball leagues and whatnot. I, so, oh, it's not like Ohio State summer ball. It's just – let's see. I can't remember the name. Speaking it's, of which, did you see that A.J. Brown is actually trying to – like, trying to play for the Padres? Is he really? Like, t- Tennessee Titans receiver A.J. Brown. Yeah, no, no, He's no, tweeting out really? videos of him taking batting practice and tagging the Padres, telling them to take a look at him. Well, he was drafted. I don't know if it was by the Padres. The Padres seem like Possibly. to be the team. The Padres seem to be the team that always just draft, like, like, so, like the important. Or what am I trying to say here? Like, the guys who are never going to play. Like, they drafted Johnny Manziel. They drafted AJ Brown. Did they also uh, draft Shea Patterson? Who was that? I think so. I believe so. Connie, you can speak whenever, man. Hello, guys. What's up? What's up, man? Hey. Hey, I was wondering what your Super Bowl picks are. Yeah, uh, we were going to talk about that next, actually, so that's actually perfect time. Oh, Uh, I'm just like that. (laughs) What's that? I said I'm just like that. I I actually knew that. Yeah, Yeah, good good time, (laughs) man. Uh, We're going to go through – we'll go through the the spread, the total, and then we're going to go through a bunch of the funny props because the Super Bowl is awesome with these props. So currently, the Rams are minus four, which has been around. It was at four and a half, I believe, yesterday. Total 48 and a half. I personally, I picked the Rams to win the Super Bowl in the offseason. So that's that's who I'm rolling with. Uh, But like a little part of me is like getting a little nervous because the Bengals are just giving me team of destiny vibes. Like they just can't. Every time they look like they're about to get out, like the Raiders get the Raiders marching down the field. The Titans game, they started to fall apart a little bit. The Chiefs, they went down, what, 21-6 to six or whatever? Uh, almost 28-6 to six going into halftime. Funny then they you come say that every- because when they were 21-6, to six, I walk into the living room. I wasn't even watching the game. I go, they'll come back. They just need to play lockdown defense and not turn the right. ball over. <laughs> yeah, it, all, it, it, also, it also worked out to, for, in their case that Patrick Mahomes had one of the worst halves of his career. 
Yeah. But <laughs> it's it's just Joe Burrow. I, Joe Burrow's story is unbelievable. Like it's he the was, charisma. He, yeah, yeah, he is just he is so easy to root for. I'm a Browns fan, so it's hard it's hard to root for the Bengals, but I love Joe Burrow because I'm also an Ohio State fan, so I very, and I always root for the Ohio guys that go to Ohio State. He was yeah, actually, I'm a Pats fan. I hate the Bengals, but I want them to win low key. You hate them? What's, where'd that yeah. hate from the Bengals come from? Um, oh, Josinko didn't I, work I out. I hate that they <laughs> are in the Super Bowl and the Patriots aren't. That's pretty much it. I just out of all. <laughs> no, the teams, no. Listen, bud, that's a fair point. I, I 100% <laughs> agree with that. But um, Joe Burrow is actually in line to start for Ohio State over Dwayne Haskins, uh, heading into JT Barrett's final year. And then he broke his hand early in the season. And then Dwayne Haskins came in against Michigan and lit it up for three drives or whatever that J.T. Barrett was out. I and the rest was history. I was Dwayne Haskins guy. Cameron yeah, No, I was, ne- I, was never, I was never Dwayne Haskins guy either. I, I don't know what it was. Like, his stats were impeccable. He completed 70% of his passes, broke all these records, was third in the Heisman. But I always wanted Joe Burrow. I don't know why. I'm not, t- I'm not saying I predicted Joe Burrow – to become what he's become, but I always wanted Joe Burrow. Goes to LSU, breaks every record. All his records have since been broken. Oh, by I, I, I just thought of something. Wins I just thought of something. So <laughs> I was going to say, what you know, DJ, you and I always talk about things that we see on Twitter that we absolutely hate. I had one a couple weeks ago that I totally Uh-oh. forgot. Among, you know, among the Derrick Rose greatest of all time debates. The, the tweet that I'm seeing now all the time that I absolutely hate is that the U the UCF player who decked Joe Burrow like changed college football history forever, as no. if Joe Burrow got knocked into being the greatest quarterback <laughs> college football's ever no, seen. Like, I never understand why people say that. I think what knocked Joe Burrow into being the greatest college football quarterback ever is that his first year was extremely mediocre and he probably knew that. Yeah. yeah. Like, he completed <laughs> yeah. 57% of his passes his first year at LSU. I forgot touchdowns. What's I that? I forgot about him his, uh, his first year at LSU. Yeah. I'm not even going to lie. I was I looking remember. at him. I saw he was being, like, recruited and stuff, and then, like, I just forgot about it. Right. I, I remember when he went there, I'm like, LSU might be a slick playoff team. They ended up getting into the top four at one point that year, but then they kind of collapsed. I think the Alabama – thumped them that year so I think that was like where they fell off but going going back to the picks but um I'm still on Rams minus four I might I might tease this game honestly I might six point tease in favor of the Bengals um and the over because that would bring me down to 40 uh two and a half I couldn't do simple math there and then Bengals plus 10 so that would be that would be worth it. But if I had to give an official pick, as the lines are, I would go Rams and the over. Well, yeah, you can go ahead, uh, man. I'm taking. I'm not gonna lie. I'm taking the Bengals. I I, I had my scores readied out. I was I was saying twenty eight twenty one Bengals. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. Like I I was kind of hoping that there'd be a little more juice on the money line for the Bengals on FanDuel. It currently sits at yeah. plus one sixty six. I was kind of hoping. I was kind of hoping it'd be in that two two twenty five range. I knew it wasn't going to be, but I was hoping. But that the one thing I like about FanDuel, they do these odds boosts, and they are phenomenal every time. They they never hit, but I always like them. 
Uh, yeah, I had, I had one in the national championship game where I had both teams scoring 20, and Alabama didn't help me. I had Alabama's team total under in that game. Shout out to me. But um, Joe Burrow and Matthew Stafford each have one plus passing touchdown in each half. is plus 350. I like that a lot. Ah, uh, man, I, I don't hate that, especially especially Burrow. Right, yeah, exactly. But um, my one of my favorite picks for the Super Bowl is Odell Beckham's Super Bowl MVP. Is that currently no. at plus 2,700. So – the Bengals are one of the worst teams against the pass. Shout out Eli Apple. Um, <laughs> and Cooper Cup is the best player in the NFL this year. I don't, I don't care what anybody said. He is the best player. Maybe not the best, but the most impactful. They're going to double team the shit out of Cooper Cup and let everyone else beat him. Because if you don't double Cooper Cup, he is going to make everyone pay. The Bengals linebackers aren't good. They're banged up there. Odell Beckham, you can get him involved in so many ways. I just love the plus 2,700. If I thought the Bengals were going to win, Jamar Chase is at plus 2,500. That's that's great. I agree with that entirely. Um, again, the if the Bengals are going to win, which I, I think the Rams are going to win, because I I always think the teams of destiny are always going to fail. And it, even when they oh. win more, it makes me root against them more because I just – I just think eventually, oh, there you go. The magic, they just used up all their magic this time. Oh, nope, they just won again. Okay, they're definitely using up all their magic now. So I, I just, I would really, if you told me the Bengals were going to win, that would be a pick that I would absolutely destroy right there, would be Jamar Chase. Right. I will say, I'm only so in favor of the Bengals because Matt Stafford screwed me this year in a couple weeks in fantasy and cost ah. me the playoffs. <laughs> Listen, man, I, I have the same brain as you. If people screw me in fantasy or like gambling <laughs> picks, I hate them forever. Like I was, just randomly, oof. Missouri basketball, I hate them because I went zero and two one week betting on them, and it was like the it, and there were both upsets, and I, I hate them forever now. Like I I I one hundred percent understand where you're coming. from. I haven't been betting, but me guessing upsets is kind of crazy how accurate I am. So I think. I was well during the college football season, like early on, I was just I don't even remember the games, but I was remember I was getting like five upsets like in a row, like I was guessing them all correct each week. I was hyped. I was hyped. (laughs) Some years you just feel it, man. Like I had a really good college football gambling year. I Georgia was actually my preseason national champ. I talked about them every single episode this year, but um, just because I was so and to. To be fair, the reason I picked them to win was because of JT Daniels, but um, and because I knew that defense was going to be good. But um, let's get into these props a little bit, and you can kind of you can chime in whatever, man. But um, obviously we got to start with the coin toss, heads tails, the the classic, the first generation of how to bet a coin toss, both minus one fifty, tails never fails. Minus 150? Or minus 105. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was about to say, don't put any money on that. I don't care. No, heavens no. I'm putting um, money on heads. Hmm. There you go. Um, <laughs> gonna, I lost the a heads um, National Anthem. Total is a minute 40 is what we're sitting at. It actually got bumped up because there was a popular uh, TikTok going around about these guys talking about, uh, oh, God, what's her name? Oh, I just wrote about this yesterday. What? 
I gotta find it. Hold on. Screw it. I think Snoop Dogg should do the national anthem. I listen, man. I agree. We'll talk about <laughs> Snoop Dogg prospects here in a minute, but um, <laughs> oh, oh uh, Mickey Guyton. She's uh, I I can't remember what genre she sings, but um, Neither can I. She she is well known for like she she puts on a show like she'll take her sweet time is what i've heard and she did um she did an interview with the los angeles times a couple days ago and she and she was quoted as saying the national anthem is my song so you know she is <laughs> this is her time everyone can go to hell i'm taking an hour strap in that i'm going way over the oh god the line jumped up to minus 200 oh no <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I I just wonder if we're gonna have another person going out there with their camera and recording the the dress rehearsal, like that, oh, that Eric Church. Yeah, when like he had a stopwatch and everything, and he was just listening. I think I was in Miami. Uh, that would be excellent inside information if we can get one of those rolling out here soon. But Listen. based off of the line, oh, based off of tip. your little your insight right there, I'll go with you. I'll say the over. You want a hot tip? They took it down a couple days ago. I don't. I, let's see if it's back up. But I have a Gatorade color hot tip. Oh boy! Hey, you were wrong um, last year. Last year you were no, 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 inside no, info. No, you were no, wrong. I will not be slandered. <laughs> I was wrong about which team was going to win. I was still right about uh, the Chiefs having orange Gatorade. Oh shit! But um, I can't that's an error right there. To be honest, <laughs> I can't confirm via random Twitter DM. Uh, that the Bengals will have Orange Gatorade, plus 200, current betting favorite. And the rumor going around right now is that the Rams will have blue, which is not that much of a surprise. That's currently plus 300. See, let me hit you with a shocker. Uh Uh-oh. Bengals, Orange Gatorade, yes. Rams, they say, screw it all. We're bringing Lemon Lime out here. We're getting crazy. Ooh, that's, that's also plus three hundred. So that might be, you might have some. You might, you might be, you might be onto something there. We got, I'll go in order. We got orange plus two hundred, blue and lime slash green slash yellow plus three hundred, clear slash water plus three fifty, red plus one thousand, and purple. No way they're bringing water. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's that'd be trap like. Dumping water on a coach just doesn't. <laughs> That'd just be cold, bro. That's cruel. Where is the Super Bowl this year? I don't even remember. Los Angeles. Yeah, maybe not cold, but still. Come what's, on. What's, what's odd about it is the Rams are the road team. How, how's that? They had the better record. I don't know. No, it makes know. sense. Makes sense. But they sure. are they are allowing them to use their their home uh, locker room. This is going to be a great uniform matchup, by the way. Oh, it was already announced. It's the Rams' best uniform color. The the white jerseys, they're obviously their they're helmets, and then the yellow pants. And the Bengals are going black on white. I like that. Why do they got to announce it? Why can't they just let us bet on it? No, they already announced them. <laughs> That's messed up. Why they got to announce it? <laughs> Keep it a secret. More betting odds. Yeah, listen, man. That's true. But um, it's probably just so they could start selling jerseys. But um, <laughs> we got commercial props, so you can bet on which commercial is going to show first. Um, we'll go to the beer, uh, Budweiser plus one seventy. But what the hell is Bud Light next? Uh, no, I'll be fine as long as Puppy Monkey Baby comes back in the rotation. Oh, Puppy McDon- Monkey Baby, 
that was was it? Is that what it was? Yep. That was oh, 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 oh! I remember. I remember. That was yeah. 2017. I I can't get it out of my mind. I love it. It's gonna be in my mind forever because now that you just said it, like I'm sorry. No, you're good, man. You <laughs> can bet on the not the Drake curse. Nah, I don't like. What Drake. team jersey will Drake wear at the homecoming event during Super Bowl weekend? Bengals plus one seventy five, Rams minus two forty. No, he's definitely wearing a Bengals jersey. No doubt. Oh, easily. He's definitely going to jump on the Joe Burrow bandwagon. Yeah, oh, easily. That's just who he is. Like, That's Drake. Man. That's Drake. You can bet on what color. Jumping on dogs. any trend possible, Drake. Oh, he's look yeah, at his come on, look man. at his UK freaking rap. Like, what? Huh. You're not British. He played in the preseason game. He what? <laughs> he he played in that. Uh, you said UK, right? Like University of Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky. Oh yeah. Oh, that was oh I'm sorry. You meant United. <laughs> I meant the UK. Rap. Yeah. Do you remember what he played in that preseason game for Kentucky? Like he. I do know what you're talking about though. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can um, you can bet on what color shoes Snoop Dogg's gonna wear at halftime. Mm, uh, you can. That's bet- hard. Ooh. Yeah, that is. I like this bet a lot. First touchdown score jersey number over twenty seven and a half. Over under twenty seven and a half. That's a fantastic one. Over. Wait, what, what was that? Odds. Uh, the uh, first touchdown score. What jersey number they will have? Is it over or under twenty seven and a half? Well, we'll go conveniently, over. Joe Mixon is twenty eight. Mm. Ooh, hold up! It is even odds hold for the up. over. Um, you can bet on if Snoop, Snoop Dogg is going to smoke on stage. Oh, oh my goodness. See, I, I'm going to have to go over on that, though, because I feel like, sorry, not not the Snoop Dogg on stage, the uh, whole right. uh, first touchdown. I think Tyler Higby's going to get it, to be honest. Higby? I can definitely, oh, yeah. See, yeah, I can definitely see it being like a 15-yard, like just over a defender to Tyler Higby for an easy right. touchdown. No, I can get down with that. The problem <laughs> is that, like, because I'm thinking about this, not like – Odell Beckham, Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase, Cam Akers. But T. Higgins is eighty-five, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who else? Ah, uh, whatever. But um, other people. Yeah, other others. But, ben um, Skoranek. Sure. Uh, <laughs> other halftime bets. Will Eminem's performance be censored? One yes. minus one eighty. Yes. I hope it's all censored. Because uh, I don't want to hear Eminem, but um, <laughs> you can bet on well, you can bet on. I swear to God, if I if I'm listening to this halftime show and I hear I'm not, afraid, I'm going to turn it off immediately. If I hear anything post recovery on, I'm not listening to it. But um, uh, you, can bet, make food, yeah. <laughs> you can also bet on will Eminem wear a hoodie or hat. You can bet he on wear, it. He will wear marbles. both a hoodie and a hat. What, is, what kind of question is that? Who is he? Logic? No, he won't. <laughs> it's, it's Eminem. Nah, he, he's going to wear a hoodie with a hat with the hood on. Like, he's just exactly. like that. That's what I said. That, it's it's a pretty big favorite. You can bet on, will Kendrick Lamar wear a hoodie? No. Um, let's see. Will there be a wardrobe malfunction? That's always a popular one. Oh, boy. Yeah, you know Snoop, Dog, Snoop Dogg nip slip. What's the over-under on that? Hey, now. Come on. <laughs> if there were ever going to be a complete degenerate halftime show, I, 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 I don't trust Snoop Dogg's behavior whatsoever. I think he just kind of lives in the moment. I don't think he's even aware that the FCC exists. 
Uh, he's pretty the, calm on the Manning cast. The, uh, the only thing that could possibly make this even more degenerate is if Marshawn Lynch somehow was just on stage dancing. Machine Gun Kelly comes in. Who knows? Oh, brother. <laughs> I, I don't I actually think that he wants nothing to do with that. But Machine Gun Kelly's <laughs> playing in the um the uh the uh celebrity all star game. Yeah, so is right. uh He so should go home and take a nap. Excellent Seriously. uh pickup basketball Garrett. player Miles Garrett. Oh my god. Have you ever seen his pickup basketball <laughs> highlights? It's unbelievable. Yes I have. Like that dude could give you twenty and ten tonight. He is going Miles to be I, I, I think he's gonna go really hard at it. <laughs> Oh, he's as he should, and I think he's about to get drug tested the day after too because of what he's done. <laughs> yeah, ran, randomly drug yeah. tested, right? Now I gotta look up this, and I gotta he's gonna look get up he's gonna get randomly drug tested the next day. <laughs> Random, yeah. Quotes, yeah. Let's see. They were just announced today. Let's see. Oh, I I've actually been... would love to hear this. Yeah, so is we Kid got Cuddy team... in it. I don't think he Bo- is. That's Bone 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 in there. He should. Yeah, there you go. He should be. Let's see. Team Walton, we got Bill Jimmy Walton? Allen, no idea. Brittany Ella, mm-hmm. Elena, no idea. Machine Gun oh, Kelly. Oh, Jimmy Allen's a country music singer, and he is so cool. He's cool. But can he ball? Yeah, I that's no lesson, man. Well, let's let go, me put let's it to you this Beetle way. Beetlejuice in an all-star game. Hey, now. Gonna... Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That, that's an idea. Um, <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly, Tiffany Haddish. Uh, I don't know. Oh, my she's... gosh, No. <laughs> Get Las, her out Ace, of Las Vegas Aces forward Derecia Hamby. No idea. Yeah, no, no one cares. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nyjah Hudson, who is an Olympic skateboarder. Uh, Matt James from ABC's The Bachelor. Quavo. Um, <laughs> yes, sir. Quavo, but I Anderson, go he better drop a thirty-five bomb on someone. Come on, yeah. Anderson <laughs> Barajal, as and they have him labeled Cleveland Cavaliers legend. And then actor <laughs> Ranbir Singh. No idea. Um, then we got on the other team, Team Nike. I don't know who that is. Annual uh, AA was a rapper. Um, the new mayor of Cleveland, Justin Bibb. Uh, Kane Brown, singer. Oh, Miles Kane Garrett. Brown's back. Let's go. Yeah. Miles Garrett. Uh, Daniel Booby Gibson, another Cleveland Cavaliers legend. Yeah. Though. Jack Harlow. Um, Krista Jackson, Harlem Globetrotters. I'm not going to be able to pronounce that name, and I'm not going to try. No, nah, um, I think we need. I think we need an attempt. Who? I, I think we need an attempt on that name. Uh, let's oh hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, Anjoy ran ran a dive. Uh, Singer no slash idea. songwriter. Uh, we got Gianmarco Tamberi, who's an Olympic high jump champion, and then Alex Toussaint, whose title is Peloton instructor. Oh, oh no, Con. Is it hell? Did I hear that correctly? Poet con, Peloton, like the bike, oh. the exercise bike. Okay, I was like, what? The By the way, I guarantee you, her name is just Enjoy, spelled with an I. Oh my! Listen, man, I'm not great at the names thing. Obviously, <laughs> I actually I wrote my NBA props tonight. I actually spelled two Cavs players' names wrong. I couldn't believe it. Oh come on! It was an I... obvious misup because I misspelled Isaac. I put um. Two S's instead of two A's, and it's not my fault that A and S are next to each other. And then I forgot the <laughs> T. I forgot the T one time in Jared Allen, what, the second T. Uh, I was like, Damn. All right. 
Hey, as long See, as the boss is over, lines don't care. We don't care. Hey, no, I fixed it right away. I noticed it right away. But anyway, let's get back to these props. How many times will Roger Goodell be shown over under one and a half? Over. Um, uh, I think yeah. it's fair. How many times will the chains be used for measurement? One oh and a half. Oh, my gosh. How... You know what? No, I think over because I think in today's age where referees are afraid to make calls and it's almost they're almost incentivized to you know do booth reviews and all this stuff. I think that the game of football actually encourages referees to not make calls. So I'm going to say over on the chain measurements. There you go. Um, this was one of my favorite bets from last year. Uh, what will happen to the price of Bitcoin during the Super Bowl? Will it go up or down? Damn. Down is even odds. That, from what I've heard, I am not smart enough to know anything about Bitcoin, is that it's currently tanking. And I only know that because of the Odell Beckham, because he took all his salary in Bitcoin, and he's, like, making <laughs> minimum wage. He was making minimum wage on his salary. And then That's the ever hilarious. I forgot about that. And then the ever-popular, who will the Super Bowl MVP mention first in his speech? The current favorite is teammates, minus 150, followed by God, God and or Jesus, plus 235, <laughs> City, plus 400, Coach, plus 900, Owner, plus 1,500, Family Members, plus 550, it does not mention any of the above, plus 1,600. If you mention your owner first, you're a dork. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Roger, um, they got to stop giving the owner the trophy first because he did nothing. Gonna mention oh, I... Tom freaking Brady. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? Yeah, you're you're a Patriots fan. What do you think about Tom Brady? My real Patriots name. To go to my hell? real name is also Brady. Hey, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, fuck him. Oh, <laughs> I gotta say that's not him? what I thought you were gonna say. Um, it's it's half and half. I'm gonna be honest because uh, we got we got no uh, thank you Patriots. But you know, part of me thinks that bridge was already crossed when he moved to the Buccaneers, anyways. Right. So. I I I always knew there was bad blood there for some reason, but like not even. I know people made the excuse. Oh, this is him saying goodbye to Tampa Bay. No, this is him retiring from the NFL. And he didn't mention Belichick, the Crafts, the Patriots. And then once he saw the bat, or once his PR team saw the backlash, like, dude, just say Patriots Nation in a tweet one time. Let's just, come on. <laughs> and that's what he did. I still think right. he's planning on doing something because TV 12 is still headquartered in Foxborough, I believe, or in the New England area. So I, there's, there's, he has to do something. New England will always have Gronk. That's all I know. That's true. And that's my true love is Gronk. Uh, I hope not. I hope. Well, I'm told that he's going to the Bengals next year. Yeah. If he wants to, if he wants to come to the Pats, he can share his house there. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Well, I know we don't need another tight end end. now, but screw it. Throw throw him in at wide receiver too for a while. Yeah. Honestly, (laughs) I don't care. Get him on the field. Put him in at QB. What are your thoughts on Mac Jones? Um, I see a lot of honestly, Joe Burrow's like charisma and just style he works with. I see that a lot in Matt right. Jones. I don't see right. the whole Brady resemblance. I see a Joe Burrow resemblance. It's no, kind of crazy. That. I can get behind that. A college guy who kind of came was kind of came out of nowhere. It's hard to say an Alabama player came out of nowhere, but he wasn't he, when he took over for Tua in 2019 when Tua went down with his injury. He wasn't overly great, but then Obviously, he did what he did, um, and when he won the championship, 
Uh, I don't choose to remember that as an Ohio State fan, but um, <laughs> it, it's. I, I always thought he was a little because you know the Patriots were just a great team. I think you could have plugged in mul- multiple quarterbacks, and they would have done what they would have done. But Mac Jones, he just he looked like he, he he's of the Brady Burrow ish mold where he's not overly athletic, but he's smart on the on the field. He's pretty quick. He. He, he is deceptively size, quick. Yeah, he like, is deceptively. He's a lot like um, who was I going to say? He's a lot he's, like Joe Burrow. Like Joe Burrow is deceptively quick, but he doesn't get off like oh Joe Burrow can move. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Joe but, Burrow um, is also deceptively a pulling ball. No, let's like, be honest. Lower nobody, his shoulder. nobody as fat is as fast as Daniel Jones. Let's be honest here. No, that dude's, <laughs> that dude's fast for no reason. He's, he's too, fat, too fast for himself as presented yeah, in a game. Seriously, tripping over his own. That, it's got to be. Saddest Poor moment. Dude. That's like Poor some dude, shit man. that happened to me, I'm going to be honest. That's like some, that's some sad stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. You mentioned Tua in that. What are your thoughts on him? I don't know. I am. I have no idea. Like, he... Let me look at the stats real quick. But um, <laughs> but like just like thinking about it, like right now, it's like he doesn't blow you away, but he wins. Yeah. And obviously, oh, hold on. The Dolphins cherry picked a lot of wins off of bad teams the end of the year. I don't really. I, I wasn't buying them at the end of the year. I thought they were frauds. Now, right, but I, I mean, they still got I, win I, the I initially, game. Well, yeah. They still beat us. They started yeah. off horribly, <laughs> and then they just played a bunch of god awful teams. Now. I, 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 as far as Tua goes, I'm not entirely sure. I need to, I need to see a little bit more of him to make up my mind because uh, we're heading into year three. I thought that the first season was completely mismanaged, by the way, because they were actually competing when they benched Ryan Fitzpatrick for him. So, yeah. I, and Ryan Fitzpatrick's stats were actually really good at the time. So, I, I'm a Fitzmagic stand, so I was kind of pissed. We all are. Man. I was, I was I'm stunned shook. he's never found his way in Cleveland yet. Well, he might. He can come over to freaking the Pats if Jones ever gets injured. Hey, who's your, is Stidham still your backup? I don't know. I think it was Hoyer. I think we picked him back. Oh, up after oh off Jim. San Ignatius. Yeah, um, Mr. Mr. doesn't know you can throw the ball away when you're outside the pocket. Is that a thing? He, he uh, um, Cam Newton's here. He came in and right. – uh, he, we were in the red zone, ten yard line, and he took a like eighteen yard sack. Oh, that's good. That's and he was Ryan, outside the pocket too. Huh. Brian Hoyer arm signed. He could have just flipped it, honestly. Brian Hoyer has an incredibly fun first name. I forget what it is, but I remember it's awesome. It's, it's not Brian. Yeah, okay. it's not, not Brian. It's not Brian. No, what the look hell it could up. it be? It, it's I computer. It up. I'm a very exciting. Hoyer. My computer is oh, slow right now. Let's, let's, let's really check out this. Axel I, Edward. Axel. 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 Full name. He has his four names: Axel Edward and Brian Hoyer. That is terrible. <laughs> that is a Axel, terrible. That's name. A, Axel's a strong name, man. He looks like an <laughs> Axel. I'm gonna be honest. I can see it. He's born in Lakewood. I didn't know he was born in Lakewood. Lakewood's a city over from where I live, but um, huh? Oh my God, Brian Hort, man, he's always Axel to me now. Axel, 
That's that's a strong name. Let me look at it from someone's standpoint who plays Madden. If you have all of those free agents, imagine like imaginary list of free agents in front of you, and you've had issues with Brian Hoyer in the past, and you go back to him, that's almost choosing the evil you know rather the evil you don't know. You know what I mean? Right. And like, what are your issues with him? He's just thanks. For a man who's been in the league 13 years, he has no football IQ. How does he have no football IQ? He's been in the league for 13 years. No, but I mean, like, he just looks so – he looks scared in the pocket. He doesn't trust himself. He doesn't see the field. He doesn't have the great arm. No, I watched him for the few times he's – every time he's been on the field in the NFL, I have literally probably been watching that game. Maybe not – when I was younger, but you know, like well, my 2014 Browns, when he was a starter, I actually, <laughs> yeah, I actually can can say I I completely forgot about that. So you led us to a seven and four record, and then we benched him for Johnny Manziel. <laughs> uh, we were first in the <laughs> AFC North, and we benched him for Johnny Manziel. All right, let me say this. Let me say this. The Brian Hoyer I saw in the Patriots in the semi recent, like a couple years ago, was not a Brian Hoyer I ever want to see on the field again. No, to, and to be fair, he's like 36, so I, yeah, he was so. never a really good quarterback, so he's just kind of the veteran can, guy. He can, he he can leave if he, if he wants. I don't, I'm not really yeah. against it. I preferred Stidham. I wanted them to start Stidham that whole Cam Newton season. Right, and yeah, I, I agree because we, you know what Brian Hoyer is. You, yeah. you know you're not you're no, you know the Patriots that year weren't going to have a great – if Cam Newton wasn't working out, the Patriots weren't going to be good that year. Um, and Stidham, they talked about this guy like he was the next, the next dude, the next guy up and all off season. And then, forgot it, it about it. yeah, <laughs> and you just, just roll the dice, see what he's got. I genuinely think Cam Newton like killed Jared Stidham's career. Bro. Yeah. It's <laughs> listen, I'm a big Cam uh, Newton fan. Always have been. Um, I, I never it's, it's tough watching Cam Newton these past couple years. It's been tough watching these past couple of years. He, his time is done. Yeah, no, he's – who knows? Maybe next year is his year, but I really hope it's not on the Panthers, and I really hope it's I, not Nobody's going to pick him up. No, I don't. Who knows, man? Who yeah, that's true. No, who do you, who did thought he the Panthers were going to pick year? him back up? Yeah, he, he played I – don't, I don't know. We dropped him, and then next thing I knew, he was on the Panthers like weeks ago. No, I, what I meant, like, before the Panthers. Did he play with anybody before the Panthers? I don't think so. I don't think he was signed into the Panthers, to be honest. I thought I thought he caught on somewhere. I may be just lying to myself. No, he's just – He might have been. Yeah. No, he's with the Panthers. Okay. Let's Wait, remind me who we're five. talking about? Who? I said remind me who we're talking about. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Oh, yeah, it was just Panthers and then – Patriots, Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. Went 0-5, four touchdowns, five interceptions. Completed 54% of his passes. I love the Bill Belichick. Um, Cam Newton's our guy. Cam Newton's our guy. All right, bye, Cam. Yeah. Didn't didn't even say you're our backup. He just cut him. Yeah, he actually looked pretty – he looked pretty sharp. Like, uh, everything from the Seattle game – 
before everything before the Seattle game last year. He looked pretty sharp. Yeah. And then it just he remembered that he can't throw a football anymore. See, I think it he got COVID and then he just started to suck. And I'm not saying it was COVID's fault, but right. after he got COVID, I didn't see him do anything I liked. No, I do remember that being a thing. And but that said, I don't think that should still be affecting his game. Like no, no, that no. can't be used as an excuse anymore. No, he's <laughs> old and he's thirty two, he's banged up. He was always he's, he was always he was never gonna be a quarterback. A drama queen. He's still a yeah. drama queen. Yeah, he was never gonna be a quarterback who's playing at a highish level entering his mid thirties just because he runs the ball a lot. I mean, he ran for five touchdowns this year with the Panthers. Um well, that said, he had twelve touchdowns last year with the Patriots rushing. That's the most of in his career. Uh second most. His rookie year he had fourteen. He has seventy five career rushing touchdowns. Do you think that same rule is going to apply to um, Lamar Jackson, though? Wait, 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 wait. Did you just suggest that he might have a Hall of Fame resume? No, I was just lying. Okay. (laughs) I didn't hear that part. (laughs) I'm glad you You sounded like you were just generally like, huh, he might be a Hall of Famer. So, mm, but do you think Lamar Jackson follows that same? You don't think he's gonna be able to play into his mid thirties because he runs the ball? No, because Cam Newton's a physical. Cam Newton's not blazing speed like Lamar yeah. Jack, like elusive like Lamar Jack. He's more. I can run over fucking Ray Lewis if I want to. Lamar Jackson. I don't, I don't, think, that, I don't think Cam Newton can run over Ray Lewis. No, but he gets that something. mindset, man. That's how he runs. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen. <laughs> I said about? Lamar Jackson actually runs out of bounds on occasion. Uh, yeah, Cam like, Newton did not. Like a QB no. should, to be honest. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think when your legs get – I think every running quarterback has their legs neutralized eventually, even if yeah. it's just the defensive scheme gets better at bottling you up and preventing you from getting to the outside. And then at some point, you're going to have to show – that you can really be a a throw for not necessarily just a throw first quarterback, but also just you gotta throw the football. In, in some in some cases, you got to be exclusively a passing quarterback because some days you might just not have with your legs. Uh, Cam Newton wasn't able to do that. RG three wasn't able to do that. I don't think Michael Vick was able to do that. Although, uh, you know, don't don't tell Twitter I said that because they're gonna throw that <laughs> one video Clip. of Monday Night Football of that bomb to Deshaun Jackson right in my face. Oh, what, a, what a toss! Uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> that was uh, sending it to Twitter right now. Twitter's getting informed. No I'm kidding. Uh, uh, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So someone's gonna be tw- tw- sending up, blowing up my inbox. Watch out, Cam! the listener right here might be on you. And I'll be tweeting that out. <laughs> yeah, the entire the entire Corgan family is going to be coming after me. Uh, yeah, we're, but, coming, we're coming for that ass. But um, <laughs> I'm looking at Mike Vick's rushing stats now. He had a thousand yard rushing year his last year in Atlanta. What do you have for touchdowns? Two two rushing touchdowns that year, but he finished with he's finished with 36 career rushing touchdowns. Damn! Wow. And I was his, foolishly going to ask if Cam Newton's 75 was more than Michael Vick. No, Cam Newton is, like, among, like, the active – or, like, the all-time leaders in rushing touchdowns, I believe. Let me see. All-time. I know the – I know he's not even close. Mm, than, like, I think you double. were right the first time. You said active and then switched to all-time. I think you're closer with all <laughs> – Let's see. Who – Emmett Smith is 164. Okay, yeah, so quite a bit. But, um <laughs> – 
but he's 25th. He's tied for 20. He's tied with Clinton Portis. I mean, looking at some of these names behind him, Eddie George, LaShawn McCoy, Fred Taylor, Todd Gurley. Did Eddie George have a really, like, injury-filled career? Because I felt like he was awesome for a very short amount of time. Uh, That was obviously before our time. But um, let's see, Eddie George played from 96 to 04, so he didn't play that long. He retired when he was 31. No, he started 16 games every every year. He's with the Titans. Like, and the only the only year he did not start all 16 games was with his last year in Dallas. He started eight. I actually just saw something recently, and I I had not known this until I heard a, a radio show slash podcast bring this up. Ray Rice in his final year with the Ravens, and, and because I always remember. The, the discussion was because, of course, it probably stemmed from Tyreek Hill and the Chiefs and how successful they are. But the whole point was, like, if you're talented, you'll get second chances. And I'm always like, eh. well, they were actually talking about Joe Mixon, but I guess Tyreek Hill still applies. But they were talking about how Ray Rice, if he were still good at the end of his run with the Ravens, that he would have gotten a second chance, too, after that video came out. And I was thinking to myself, like, Ray Rice was really good. I went back and looked at it. He went from, like, four straight a thousand, like four straight 1,200-yard seasons or whatever, and then his final year, he played in, like, every game and only ran for 600 yards. I was like, I, I do not remember him wow. dropping off that badly. Yeah, his final year, he had 214 rushes and 15 starts for 660 yards and four touchdowns. And the years before that, let me get the averages. He averaged. Um, it's not going to tell me the average. That's cool. But uh, oh no, he, he averaged twelve sixty six rushing yards and eight point three touchdowns from oh nine to two thousand twelve. Yeah, and then it just completely fell off a cliff, and like half of his productivity was slashed off. Yeah, and he was a he was a pretty solid I don't remember receiving that whatsoever. back too. He was a pretty solid receiving back too. In that same time period, he averaged sixty nine receptions. 100 or 610 yards and like two touchdowns a year. Like he's a pretty solid receiving back too. Yeah, I I just do not remember at all his like productivity dropping off that badly. Yeah, what's Ray Rice up to these days? Um, these days I have no Probably idea. Probably playing but I, I rem- I, <laughs> Well, if he's anything like other criminal running backs, he's probably hanging out in either Las Vegas or Florida playing golf all the time. And uh, no, probably, dra- probably drafted wearing Andrew gloves Luck that ten seconds it. before he retired. <laughs> no, he went the traditional uh, domestic abuser route and became an advocate against domestic violence. Uh, this article from a couple from two weeks ago. Pardon my cynicism, but that's just yeah. th- that's just PR. <laughs> Says he's an advocate against domestic violence and isn't looking to get back into the NFL. Yeah, you know who's also an advocate against domestic violence? Everybody who doesn't commit domestic violence. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, a fair point. Okay. So, I mean, I guess it's fair if you have committed. Yeah, yeah. What charities is OJ like... Simpson involved with? I need to know. Oh. Um. Damn. Let's see. That's a good question. Simpson. Charities. Probably the Make-A-Wish Foundation, let's be honest. That's about it. That's all I can think of. <laughs> no, uh, it's not saying. I can't believe 
the bill the bills still have his name and jersey retired that is still hilarious <laughs> like they it, built a new stadium they still put his name in there hey he was acquitted man Crazy he, was a, he was acquitted <laughs> can't can't take that away the glove remember, didn't fit by one centimeter <laughs> I remember him. I remember listening when I was at work, when I was working for the city of Berea, when I was, he was, when he, cause he got arrested for breaking and entering and he was in prison for a couple of years. I remember listening to that on the radio of, of his trial and him getting out. Speaking of football players who got arrested, Aaron oh. Hernandez. Oh. That's all I have to say. Yeah, that wasn't <laughs> great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, don't, I don't think it was. Hey, speaking of Berea. Speaking of Berea, I uh, I saw a an article by Barrett Sports Media, which is uh, I don't know how reliable it is. It's a it's basically a website for people interested in sports media, um, mm-hmm. and he he covers like local media, national media, all this stuff. So I, I don't think the guy who actually wrote this article took the time to listen to every radio show ever. But mm-hmm. I did see that Ken Carmen had the number one mid-market radio show in the country, according to this guy. So, yeah, I, those guys, Ken Carmen, the Ken Carmen show is uh, the morning show in Cleveland, uh, morning sports talk show in Cleveland. That yeah. It's insanely popular in Cleveland. It's not – I don't know if they're officially I, – I don't look at the radio ratings. I don't know if they officially took over ESPN Cleveland, um, Rizzo and Goldhammer. But they are definitely the most popular. The most. Uh, liked, I, say, I don't. Most I don't liked. know much of it, to be honest. Yeah, no. I was, we we talk. We're too. I'm from Cleveland. He's from Columbus. We just talk Ohio a lot. No, that's fine. I'm from Boston. I'm chilling though. From Boston. <laughs> yeah. Hey, is uh, since you're a Boston guy, when is Manny Ramirez gonna get in the Hall of Fame? Um, never. <laughs> he should. He should. He I'm should. Like, but I, he. But Willie. Is a, is there no, he's question. not going to. I, well, I David Ortiz got in, and they, they're David all the Ortiz same. Is a lot better. Yeah, but David Ortiz is better and got shot. So I'm not, I'm not entirely – well, <laughs> I, 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 they both have 10 all-star appearances. Not that that's everything. But Manny Ramirez – got to go back and look at his stats. Manny Ramirez was actually very, very good. Now, the he, difference, he, so. he got popped as arguably – He's arguably the best pound for pound right handed power hitter in the in baseball history. Arguably. Yeah, he's up there. If you if you I, take a deep dive into the analytics and all that, I know you can make a thousand different cases because right you don't you don't really see often right handed power hitters. Yeah. It's used but let me look up his stats right here. Trust Man, me, I know I'm a big time lefty. Are you now? There you go. Hell Southpaw. Yeah. Hell yeah. I wasn't alive when Manny Ramirez was with. Well, I was one year. I can't even think of many power. (laughs) I can't even think of many right-handed power hitters. Uh, I think Hank Aaron was right-handed, but like Barry Bond, uh, A Rod was right-handed. Pujols. That's right. Here I go. Oh, sorry. But I know Stan Musial. I know. um, uh, Geez, I just thought I had. I think Ted Williams was left-handed. Babe Ruth was left-handed. Barry Bonds was left-handed. A lot of lefties. I think I think I worded what I was saying wrong actually. So I I pitch righty when I used to pitch. I pitched righty, but I was I always batted lefty. I could ah. I could never bat righty. Oh, are you just naturally ambidextrous or did you learn yeah. how to? 
Uh, well, I, I for a while I was doing both, and I was like, damn, I'm just not as uh, not as good as batting righty. So I was like, right. fuck it. I fuck it. I'm just gonna get better at batting lefty then. That was one of my things when quarantine first started. I'm like, I'm going to start to learn how to do a bunch of shit. I was like, I'm going to learn. I'm going to become ambidextrous. I'm going to do it. I started brushing my teeth with my left hand for like three days. (laughs) And and then your teeth turned yellow. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, no. But um, (laughs) on my list also was learn how to skateboard and learn how to juggle. Did none of those things. I played video games. I would love to go to a skate park and actually like look like I know what I'm doing. That would be a cool feeling. I want to go to a skate park and hit sick tricks while juggling. Oh, listen, <laughs> power move. You would have you would have your pick of the women for the night. Maybe fuck it. Maybe fuck it. Maybe I'll just go there and juggle in the middle of the skate. Seriously, park. I feel like that's just a kind of change power. it up. Just kind of spice that shit up. Yeah, who said skate this is actually even a big skate anymore? Park? Um, some some of them are. There's a lot there's of dead a, ones, to be honest, but there's, then yeah. you go to, like, one, and it's fucking, it has, like, 35, 40 people out. The problem is none of my friends skateboarded, so I never learned how to. <laughs> the problem is it's cold as fuck here, so nobody's fucking skating anymore. Yeah, Cleveland, I always say, Cleveland is actually a pretty, or Ohio is actually pretty good weather-wise, except for two months out of the year, and we're currently in the second one. Like, yep. January and February are atrocious. They're but, probably we've the been, worst here, but... We're yeah, we got. Bad. I know you guys just got a blizzard up there, but we recently just got like 15 inches of snow the other day on top of eight inches of snow that was already on the ground from the last week. But um, like the falls in Ohio are great. Spring is usually pretty solid. Summer, depending, we've had some really brutal summers. Um, doesn't phase me. I'm still wearing hoodies every day, but um. <laughs> That, that's my thing for some reason that I just wear hoodies every every single no matter the weather. It could be 110 degrees. Hey, I'll we'll help you lose some water weight. Not even that. I just find it more most comfortable. But um, yeah, I'm looking at Manny Ramirez's stats right now. God damn, this dude is awesome. By the way, the Manning cast just got extended for three more years. Hell yes. I mean, it's so good. It's the premier way to watch football. I just love so, how. I love how pissed off Manning gets when he sees bad football. Yeah, there's that, and there's that the main ESPN crew is also terrible. Oh, Steve, they're so bad. Steve Levy just he screams. He just screams ESPN to Illinois versus Indiana yeah. Big Ten football. Him and Beth Mowens. Yes, and I, I like her. I do. She's actually um, the Warriors Timberwolf. The Warriors Timberwolves game tonight uh, is Doris Burke, Beth Bowens, and somebody else. But it's an all women crew, like the announcers, the, the uh, sideline reporters, uh, the people behind the scenes. It's all women. Like it's a thirty-three woman staff. Wow, I didn't know that all the behind the scenes people were going to be women too. Yeah, I they just read that out. today. Uh, well, I, I do like Beth. Um, I didn't know her name until just now, but I definitely recognize her voice. Uh, she's good at football. She's she's just got a good announcer's voice. You just some have it, yeah, some she don't. Does. She does. I'm a big Doris Burke fan. Oh, the greatest moment not. of my life. Greatest moment of my life was when I saw her. I don't her follow at the a lot of football announcers. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, I, I not, my, not not my niche of football. Yeah, I seeing seeing Doris Burke live in person at the NBA Finals was one of my favorite moments ever. But um, oh, speaking of 
your Boston guy. Thoughts on LeBron? Yeah. Um, thoughts on LeBron? Like, yeah. Like what I say I feel about him or what I actually feel about him? Both. Oh, fuck LeBron. That's how. That's what I say. Cause, mm. like, no. But, um, however, I mean, <laughs> however, he's just insane. There's nothing you can do yeah, about it. Like, he's just good. Yeah. Like, that's why I hate him, though, because he's good. But, um, you don't hate him just because he's, 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 he's no MJ. Celtics. You're a Celtics fan, right? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Celtics fan. Don't get me wrong. He can beat on the Celtics all he wants. It's not really going to hurt me. Right. Because at the end of the day, even if we make the playoffs, we're still going to lose in like the first round. So. Yeah, what's yeah, what's up with the Celtics this year? Why are they bad? I don't fucking know, man. Like they still have, they still have the majority of, they still have their core from when they went seven games with LeBron in the East. Yeah, and, and they sorry. just kind of fell apart. Yeah, how could they possibly be bad? Kyrie Irving told us he was going to sign a long-term extension with mm. them. Oh yeah, I oh, think Kyrie it's Irving. just. I, Kyrie Irving, I'm not a fan. I don't hate him. I'm just not a fan. That's kind he's of he, He's good too. He's good too. Don't get me wrong. He's he has his skill set. He's no like he's not crazy like LeBron is, but he has his skill set. He's good at what he does. I just don't like him. Now I'm watching the Cavs game right now, and they brought up a uh, just a graphic. The Celtics are 13 and four since January 8th. How about that? But um. Hey. I was like gonna say I'm I'm kind of in the same boat with Kyrie because he contributed to the happiest day of my life when the Cavs won. Yeah. But, um, also, he's just dude, shut the fuck up one time. <laughs> just shut up. They is he, is he in that Eli Apple, Michael Thomas category for you? No, I like guys... Eli Apple, but why the fuck would he have to drop that interception? Mm. I, I, I mean, it was corrected like the next play, pretty much. But come yeah. on, man! Another bucket to pick <laughs> it off. But um, Michael Thomas is just—he—he—he he, he hasn't been around recently, so I can't hate him because he hasn't. Oh said yes, you can. But watch me. Oh, <laughs> call, call him Slant Boy. Slant Boy. Slant yeah. Boy. NFL record for receptions in a year. How many? <laughs> How many, many yards? How many slants? Minus all the slants from that, and he's probably dead last. Yeah, I want to see like his yards <laughs> per catch. Tyreek Hill would have had three thousand yards if he were oh in Michael God. Thomas's position that season. Eh, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> Michael Thomas had eleven point six yards per reception. That's not terrible. I was the very first person on the Tyree Kill is better than Michael Thomas bandwagon, and I, and a bunch of people are joining me because Michael Thomas isn't playing anymore, so people forget that he even exists. But you get traded to the Patriots. Oh, trade everybody to the Patriots. That's all I need. I anybody said one time that Andrew Luck was going to be no. the successor to know. Tom Brady in New England. Odell on the Patriots is like having AB on the Patriots. It just don't work. Bill Belichick doesn't like Divas. I'm going to be honest. He won't put up with it. They'll last a year or two here and be kicked out, and they won't even help that much. Well, Randy Moss did help a lot. Randy 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 Moss. I'm not saying nothing about Randy Moss. I'm not saying nothing about Randy Moss. He's Randy 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 Moss. He was a diva. Was he? Uh, He was good enough where it didn't fucking matter. He quit on the Raiders. I, I would quit on the Raiders. Too. I would quit on the Raiders too. 
So what? What? We had no integrity for the game. I'm here. No. I would be there to cash checks. <laughs> yeah, if I'm putting my body on the line. He's got some pockets, man. If I'm putting my body on the line. Fuck the Raiders. Randy Moss. That year with the Patriots, man. How old were you with that undefeated year? I don't hear. What year was it? Oh, seven. seven. I was three, bro. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm 18. I'm 18. Yeah, I was nine oh. that year. Hey, I just DJ. Thought. What? I So, have you uh, been keeping up with first take at all since Max Kellerman got removed? Are you familiar with anything that goes on there? Every now and then. Did you see the big announcement today of who the new Wednesday sparring partner for Stephen A. Smith is? Oh, heavens, no. Starting next Wednesday, every Wednesday, Stephen A. Smith versus Christopher Russo. Let's go, baby. No. Yes. Fuck. Oh, my gosh. Your, your volume's going to oh, be on mute, shit. and you're still going to be here on the TV. He, oh, he, um, shit. I'm going to hear it from my Pat. window. <laughs> I, you know, I listen to Pat McAfee every day, and they're at they're at a Super Bowl media. They got Mad dog, that, yeah, and he was on it. Or he wasn't on it, but he was talking about it. And I just heard his muffled voice, and I was pissed what? off. What? Uh, what? Wait a minute. What? They're on Mad Dog Sports Radio, right? Yeah, but um, Mad, Mad Dog's there at Super Bowl media, and so is McAfee and his show. It was funny. They um. They brought on Carson Palmer as their last guest of the day, and he was doing some promoting about the CBD brand. And he gave Pat McAfee like this this little container of like CBD cream, and he took the entire thing out. All all he took it all and put it on himself. He put it on his face too. He put it on his face too, and it got all in his eyes, and he couldn't see for like thirty minutes. <laughs> like he was busy. Is there like clips of this still? Was it like? Yeah, like, was it, it's on oh, Pat okay. McAfee's Twitter account. But um, oh, sweet. <laughs> he was just like bawling because it was in his eyes. Like he's like, I can't feel my face. Uh, it was. It was just so funny. Was That's... has Chris Russo been on Pat McAfee's show at all? Do we know? Uh, no, because his show starts right after McAfee's show ends. Ah. I got a question for you. Go What's for up? It. What's the hockey knowledge here? Very little. Go black. Mi- minimal. In fact, if you if you start talking hockey, you can just take over and I'll dip. Oh. Yeah, I, I, t- I start paying attention to hockey uh, when the playoffs start. Or I was Black hoping Hawks to discuss well. my fantasy team. You talk about it. Talk about it. All right, I have Kane. There you go. Okay, there's he kind of sucks of lately fantasy points wise. Not this year as a whole, but lately he's just kind of. I mean, he January like 28th or something. He had like a good uh, three point game, but besides Mm -hmm. that, he hasn't really done anything since. He's got to be and then like 33, 34 now, right? uh, He his. Bro, he's had a receding hairline since he was 24, so I can't yeah. tell you. <laughs> How old he? 33, yeah. Um, he got drafted in 07. Did you guys hear about the Brad Marshawn incident? No, oh, it with Sydney Crosby? Oh, with the fight last night? Oh, yeah, last night. He um punched the goalie in the face and then pretty much like stabbed him with his fucking stick while he was skating away. Hey, established dominance, dominance, huh? <laughs> Yeah, too bad he's on my fantasy team and is, oh. has a has a hearing with the freaking league about it about if he's get, 
They're trying to say he's getting banned from the league. For banned? Amount of time. Not even suspended. They used the word banned. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what that means, dude. <laughs> like, is that yeah, more serious than a suspension? Is is that just what they're deciding to call it? And, That's what um, the CSPN article says. Boston Bruins' Brad Marchand faces hearing possible ban. Yeah, I don't know what that means. It really worries me, though, because as he's sitting on my bench right now, it, it's very hmm. scary. Let me let me check my draft real quick. Um, um, are you upset that Tukarask isn't coming back now? No. <laughs> what was no, it, was that just like? Who is Boston's goalie this year? Uh, Swayman and Olmark. I don't know if we have another one. I think that's what, who we have. Was are they bad? Is that why Tukarask was planning, or did he um, get the edge? Swayman. Let me. Look, I can look at Swayman's stats for you right now. Um, Swayman right. is eight wins, seven losses, with. 437 saves to 41 goals allowed this season. Okay. Which is, I mean, it's mediocre. Yeah, that sounds average. Um, let me let me get Olmark. Hey, fellas, I got a dip. I got a family dinner. Oh, All okay. Right. Go ahead. Eat up. And when, when you're done with that, we'll end this here. But, uh, yeah. You guys and can close I'll, out the show. I'll see you guys later. Olmark's Peace. doing good this year, but, like, they just let up too many goals. That's their issue. Yeah. Are the Bruins in playoff it, contention? Um, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, let me look up these standings real quick, and then we can – and I'll dip out of here. Yeah, that, that'll be the end of it because I want to yeah. go freaking eat. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. They are 26-15 and 26-15-3. They got 55 points. Oh, they ain't doing they, too hot. No, let's see where they are in the wild card, though. They are – they are. They actually have the second wild card spot in the. East. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, they're only. They're only like three games behind in the Atlantic. In the Atlantic, right. so. And the next closest team to them is Detroit. They have four, Detroit. Wow, I didn't realize. I thought they were, Detroit was doing terrible this year. I'm gonna be honest. They're twenty, twenty-one and six, forty-six points. That's surprising because they bet. I bet against them a lot when I was betting on hockey a lot a couple of years ago. I wonder who I'm pissed about this year being so goddamn horrific. Um, who was it? It was the Wild or was it the Coyotes? I can't remember because they have this guy called Jacob Chitron. Right. Uh, insane. Insane. And they're just – they ruined him. Arizona is, has the worst record in the league. So oh Arnold God, Montreal they're... has the worst record in the league. So He was literally – like a top goal scorer as a defenseman last year and huh. has done nothing this year. Huh. <laughs> he was like, he had like 26 goals and 22 assists as a, def- as like a as second say, line as a defenseman, def- as a second line defenseman. Like, wow. How old <laughs> is he? Uh, he was young. He was real young. I don't remember. All he needs to do is get a better coach or a better team and he'll be fine though. Yeah. All right, All right man. man. I'm about to go. All right, it's fun, man. Deuces. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, for sure. I'll come back around sometime. Yeah, man. All right. We'll talk later. Peace.